But whether it feels like it and sounds like it, or you sometimes wonder where he's gone because it doesn't feel like it, it doesn't... Jesus just isn't there for you. He's still Lord. Always. I've got a couple of scriptures. I've got a short, short story from my own life and a couple of poems which I came across yesterday, which I want to share with you. The first scripture I think everybody in Christendom knows. For God so loved the world. He did. He does. And he'll never stop loving the world. When he loves the world, it means everybody on the planet, whoever was, is, or will be. For God so loved the world. Not just a little bit, but that much. And he won't stop. So even in the days when it doesn't feel like God is around, or he's not around for you, he is. And as we sit and think about the love of God this morning, Alan was talking about it. Whether we know it or we don't, it's our daily experience or it's our occasional experience. Maybe this morning you can find a greater depth of that as I speak. For God so loves the world. Everybody on it, everything in it including me and you. And then a verse I think everybody at the Bay should know by now, because every morning at 10 past 10, if we can remember, we're joining in the prayer of it. For I came that you may have life, and that in its overflowing abundance. Not just a little bit, not just a light, slightly bigger bit, but an overflowing abundance of life. And some days it's easy and we go, my life is overflowing and it's abundant and woohoo. And those are good days. And we rejoice and we celebrate and we enjoy them and we should because it's good to enjoy the good stuff. And some days it feels quite the opposite. And one of the things I've found in the days where it's so far away from abundant and overflowing and good it's to say, Lord, you promised me life in its overflowing abundance. So could you show me how to be abundant in you right now? Because I'm struggling. But you promised it to me and your word is always true. So would you show me where you are in the muck, the mess, the horror of my day today right now? because you promised you would. And you promised that my life can be overflowingly abundant right now. So would you show me where you are in this for me and where I am in this in you, that that truth can keep flowing. And some days we doubt that word. We go, it says it in the Bible, but it's not my truth. It doesn't stop it being true. It just means we've got to dig a little bit more deeply, sit a little bit more quietly. One of my favourite things at the moment is the thought of just snuggling up in our favourite armchair or wherever our favourite place to snuggle up is. And letting God envelop us with whatever it is we need right now. Because when we've lost touch, sight of, connection with his love, 
then we need to stop and let him love on us so that A, we can be built up and rooted again and then B, we can give it away as Mark and Anna have been talking about. When I was a little boy, I did some mischievous things. I did some out and out naughty things and I actually did some downright dangerous things. And from time to time, my mum and dad would scold me or worse. And in the misery of my punishment, it would be possible to think they don't love me anymore. But they always did. My mum's gone to heaven now, but my dad still does love me. Never stopped. I want to share a story about that. Back in the mid-80s, I was a member of the Full Gospel Businessmen's Fellowship International. And they had, they never went on retreat. They always went on advance. But this was more of a, an away day. And it was being led by a chap called Don Latham. Sweet man of Jesus. And the section after lunch, he said, just sit down, take it quietly, close your eyes, and picture your dad. And he let the silence go for four or five minutes, which can be quite a long time. And into this very deep silence, he said, that's how many of you picture God. There were tears. There was shock, horror reaction there was difficult reaction because for many the picture of God isn't a, a picture of father isn't a pleasant one I used to work with my dad back then he's retired from the company now and uh, Monday morning we'd go in get started and mid-morning I walked in and said dad can I have a word he said yeah I said you know when Don said picture your dad and that's how you picture God he went yeah I said I want to thank you because I was thinking of somebody who's loving, kind, generous, upbuilding, supportive, always there, never gives up. I want to thank you for giving me that picture of Daddy God. I happen to have been blessed with a dad who could do that. Not everybody is. I want to read two poems. My friend Jim works in Ghana, place of where I was born, actually. And he's doing a daily encouragement at eight o'clock in the morning. And yesterday he read these two poems. I'm going to finish with these. Just checking I've got them. I reached into my heart to find a gift to show my love. I wanted to bring you gold and silver and precious jewels. But I had none. All I have, I said, is me. And I was so sad that my offering was so poor. It's all I ever wanted, he said, and smiled. And the second. We walked out under the stars, just you and me, your hand in mine. We didn't speak, what was there to say? I drew you close, and the moonbeams sparkled in your eyes. I held you close. The night sound settled on us like a mist. We kissed. And in that moment I asked, Lord, can you love me more than this? In the warmth of your tenderness echoed back the answer, Yes. Amen. Thank you, David. 
that was a great word. I'm just um, enjoying the moment, shall we say. Um, that was a great word. Wow. Um, if you haven't chosen whether you want to go into a coffee room or whether you want prayer, um, 